In today's stressful world, taking care of your whole self, including your emotional life, is more important now more than ever. One, wipe free, what's up? <laughs> hey, beautiful people. This is your girl, Alexia Alyssa, and welcome to today's episode of Slay Life with Alex Ellie, a podcast where we discuss all things self-love, self-care, and self-development. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at Alexia Alyssa or Slay Life with underscore Alex Ellie, or you can follow me on Facebook at Slay Life with Alex Ellie to keep up to date with what's coming. Now let's get into today's episode. Emotional self-care is the act of nurturing and tending to your inner feelings and emotions. It is important to have healthy coping skills to deal with uncomfortable emotions such as anger, anxiety, and sadness. Emotional self-care include activities that help you acknowledge and express your feelings regularly and safely. Emphasis on safely. When assessing your emotional self-care strategies, there are two, here are two questions that you may consider. Number one, do you have healthy ways to process your emotions? And number two, do you incorporate activities in your life that help you feel recharged now you can think of those two questions and you may feel free to share your comments below here are three emotional self-care activities that you may try number one practicing mindfulness now mindfulness is simply the act of noticing the present moment without judgment Try sitting with your emotions and simply breathing. Relax. Your emotions aren't good or bad, right or wrong. They are just there. Part of emotional self-care is simply allowing your emotions to exist. And I know sometimes we don't like to embrace our emotions because we tend to equate emotions with being weak. And in truth and in fact, embracing your emotions, it it shows strength and not weakness. So it is very important for us to embrace those emotions and not bury them. Because trust me, later on, they are going to come back and they are going to haunt you. And when they do hit you finally, it would have been worse than when... You, you would have acknowledged those emotions from the beginning. And I can attest to that. I, there was a point in my life where I did not embrace my emotions. I, I buried how I felt about situations and I, complete, I just ignored my emotions. And eventually, or in the long run, it became strenuous because... They, even though I tried not to acknowledge them, they were still there. I was just burying them. So I would go out, put on the happiest face. And in reality, deep down, 
I was sad because I was not embracing those emotions. And until I did, I did not feel any form of peace. So it is very important for us to acknowledge those emotions, live in the moment, because having those emotions, it does not mean that you're weak. Number two, consciously choosing how to respond. And this is very important. While we cannot choose what happens to us, we choose how we respond to these situations. We have the choice. Whether you're dealing with illness, the pandemic that we just experienced, a toxic friend, relative, or partner, or a screaming child, you have the choice to respond with kindness to yourself and to others. And I'm emphasizing on kindness. The Bible says, A soft answer turneth away wrath, but grievous words stir up anger. And not just your words, but your actions. So in situations, sometimes we need to think about what we're going to say and what we're going to do before we act. Think about how is, how is this, how is my reaction going to affect me in the long run? What am I going to feel one hour later after I've done this or said this? What am I going to feel tomorrow? Am I going to feel guilty? Am I going to feel sorry? Is this going to hurt me in the long run? Or is this going to hurt someone else in the long run? Sometimes we have to pause and we have to think before we respond to certain situations. Number three, taking up a relaxing hobby. Are you a knitter? Do you like sports? Do you like knitting? Do you play an instrument? Do you love photography? Or do you like hiking? What about that hobby you used to love that you just let go? Focusing your attention on a relaxing, fun hobby is a great way to de-stress and quiet your mind. If there is anything you have always wanted to do, learn to do it, now is a great time to try. Trust me, engaging in activities that you love is a great way to cope with your emotions. I enjoy playing netball and I would like to say I like to swim, but we can't swim. <laughs> I mean, if I'm in a situation, I can't help myself. Manango drone, but me is not a swimmer. But I love going to the beach. And once I am in the ocean, looking at the ocean, trust me, the stress gone. When I go on the netball court and I start playing, the stress gone. Whatever voices were in my head, <laughs> no, I'm not crazy. But all the thoughts that were running through my mind, they disappear. I feel relaxed after playing a game or spending a day at the beach. Extremely relaxed.
So whatever activities you enjoy, activity or activities you enjoy doing, go ahead, enjoy yourself, relax your mind and your body. Control those emotions. Now, we just looked at three activities that we may try to engage in emotional self-care. Now, here are some other ways that we may also practice emotional self-care. One way is journaling. Two, setting boundaries. Or three, talking through whatever you're going through with a supportive friend or a, f- a family member or a relative. Talk to somebody. Seek therapy if you need to. Trust me, talking about your emotions help. Now let's go, let's talk about journaling for a bit. I, a few months ago, I started journaling. It's something that I want to practice regularly, but I don't really practice it regular. But when I do write, because sometimes you really don't want to talk to people about whatever you're feeling or whatever you're going through. So, writing helps. Letting out whatever you're feeling, it helps. Right? While you're writing, trust me, sometimes all you need to do is start writing one sentence and then you will see how it flows. And if you need a journal, you may check Branded by Alex Ellie. Yes, I do have digital journals available. And you may also check my journals on kindle i'm gonna hook y'all up <laughs> but yeah um journaling is a good way setting boundaries is also important limit the access persons have to you sometimes you want to be there for people but you just you just can't because of what you are going through. It's not that you're a bad person or that you don't want to help with their situation. But you need to set limits or set boundaries because you come first. Yeah. You should be for your top priority in your life. Yeah. Number one. Nobody else. You. Number one. Also... Talking things through with a supportive friend or family. There are persons who like to talk about whatever they're going through. Find somebody who you can speak to. Somebody that will not judge you. Somebody that will not gaslit you. And somebody that will not go ahead and, and spread whatever you've confided in them. So find somebody who you can talk to. I have friends that me know, so me can call, and I can text, and I can let out whatever I'm feeling without judgments. Me can talk to some of my friends. Yes, find people who won't gaslight you. Don't people who won't let you feel bad for whatever you're feeling. Trust me. It is good to let out those emotions, embrace those emotions because it go mad you. It will mad you. Yeah. 
Now, your, emotion, now, your emotional self-care deserves as much attention as your physical health does. Try to add at least one emotional self-care activity to your daily routine and trust me, you will notice the difference. You deserve to take good care of yourself and that includes your emotions. Now, this is it for today, guys. I do hope that you enjoyed our little chat and feel free to share this week's episode and if you have not listened to last week's episode yet now is the time to see you